I always liked your side profile better anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Chin yeah. goes in. How do I, I spent a good long time last night. I watched four or five episodes of Boosh. Boosh? Nice. I that. Yeah. Which ones so did you watch? Long. Milky Joe? I watched Milky Joe, of course. <laughs> Always. And, and Old Greg. And um, Nanageddon. <laughs> oh, so the, the greats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went with the bestest. Best of. Can you and hear? I, can you hear my? Sorry to interrupt, but can you hear my microphone on my? No, no, you're good. No. Okay, I'll try and hold it out just in case too. You look like you're in a cool my movie, though. You do. <laughs> you look like you're gonna be like I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> uh, and you and son of a bitch. The party one, because I haven't actually watched that in so long. The party like the one. The bouncy castle. Oh, yep. The last what? one. The last episode. I don't know if I've ever seen that. It doesn't sound oh. familiar. Oh, it's so good. I haven't watched every episode. I've only watched like a, a select of. few. Yeah. I've definitely seen all the other ones you mentioned, so but not that one. I was talking about it and they were like, should I watch that? And I was like, fuck, yes, you should. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like one of those things, though, that's like not for everyone no absolutely not but if i can get a handle on like if i can like kind of figure out who you are sometimes i'm like yeah you should watch this Mm. okay it's kind of like garth morangi too right yeah like (laughs) i mean everyone should like that but yeah but it's so perfect so there are i bet there are people who would be like i don't get it (laughs) like oh yeah for sure for sure So I just, I, I, um, attached the pictures cause I can't screen share obviously. Yeah, no so I figured it would just be easier. So I'll just let you know when we can put the first one up there. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Bueno. Hello. Hell no. Hello. You're listening to the other sisters podcast. I'm Marcy. I'm Allison. And I'm Julia. I thought you maybe forgot your name for a second there. Me? Yeah. You just missed your cue. <laughs> so I noticed because of my new headset, when I listened to the last one, your guys' microphones are a lot louder than my microphone. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm going to choose my moments to talk uh, very consciously because it honestly was like life, like hearing you overpower me. Like anytime I'd go to say something and then Julia was just right there, like so much louder than me. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my well, whole we life. Want this, we want this podcast to be our natural conversations. So exactly. Exactly. I was like, Oh, what Julia's joke trumped mine. Yeah. That's pretty much <laughs> par for the course. Oh, you poor thing. Such a such a f- unfortunate circumstance for you to be in. Being the oldest sister who has the youngest <laughs> sister act like the oldest sister. Yeah. Oh no! Just because I'm loudest doesn't mean I act the oldest. I'm just the You're loudest, the most mature, and the loudest, <laughs> and <laughs> you know. Oh God! Don't say that I'm the most mature. That's True. not doing you guys any favors. Well, <laughs> trust me, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, um, so what are we doing today? I'm gonna I'm gonna do an episode today. It is not Star Wars. I'm sorry. I know I keep saying that I'm gonna do it. Um, 
but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It is. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I was saying to Allison the other day, like um, the, the like behind the scenes stuff is like, it's like two hours long. Like it's like as long as the movie is. It's ridiculous. I, I, I watched the movie. God, it has to be about a month ago now. Kind of just after we did the last episode. And I was oh, like, yeah. I'm going to get ready to go. I'm going to do this. I'm Sorry. definitely going to have to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy Whoops. about that. <laughs> I feel like you owe me in some way. Oh, well, you know, it's the most entertaining of the three. So it's not. It was, it's Isn't so it? bad. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't watched it. So the end is. Oh, what? <laughs> no, no. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. No, we saw it twice in theaters. Yeah. Right, right, right. The, the, the initial viewing and then the... Did that just happen? Yeah. Viewing? <laughs> yeah. So I decided to do something a little bit different um, this week. Uh, I really, really, really genuinely hope that neither one of you have ever heard of this because it's so strange. And I saw it and I was like, I just need to... I asked Jane about it and she had no idea what it was. Oh, so probably. that's kind of like my bar where it's like, I have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> because if Jane doesn't know, then you guys probably don't know. Yeah. Okay. So in 1861, Charles K. Landis bought 30,000 acres of land near Millville, New Jersey. He bought the land with the intention to start his own alcohol-free utopian society based on agriculture and progressive thinking. Mm. <laughs> the I following year, <laughs> the following year, the first houses were built. And soon after that, the small town that was situated next to the West Jersey Railroad had connections to Philadelphia and New York. In 1874, he bought another 23,000 acres as the population gradually increased to 11,000 people. So I actually didn't look this up, but um, I believe it's spelt out. It's called Vineland, but I don't know if it's Vinland, but I'm thinking New Jersey, it's probably Vineland. Yeah, <laughs> No probably. shade to Jersey, but uh, <laughs> I think that's probably how they say it. Um, so it's called Vineland. He called it Vineland. Um, because through almost perfect irony, the soil on the land he had purchased for his perfect little temperance town was the perfect soil for growing grapes, which would be perfect for making wine. Um, <laughs> but as you can imagine, they used the grapes to make juice, not wine. And it wasn't long until a man by the name of Thomas Bramwell Welch stopped by to purchase some of those sweet, sweet grapes. Oh, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is just the setup. I just feel, I felt like I needed a Welch's, Welch's shout out. Juliet, I was talking about this with Sebastian the other day, just reminiscing about like weird things when you're a kid that were just like hilarious. <laughs> I was, I was, and Juliet and I, I don't know how it started, but used to have this joke about Welch's grape juice being the made girl. <laughs> the girl. It was yeah. the commercial. I remember this. And I was like, what is your deal? You guys? I, <laughs> And there was like a commercial in the 90s with the cutest girl talking about Welch's grape juice. And then she would go, shh, it's our secret. And Julia and I would just cackle laughing. Oh, yeah, you guys would lose it. I forgot about that. It's because of the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, like, we're going to have to post that commercial with this. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember that. And I was just like, you guys are nuts. Because <laughs> like, we I think like age wise, I was probably about 16. So you yeah. guys were like eight. And yeah. And we're like, haha, it's well, made of 10. people. I'm eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, cool. That's actually, that actually checks out. <laughs> um, so uh, Vineland was also home to New Jersey's first school for the intellectually disabled. Um, that opened in 1888 and it was named um, the training, sorry, training school for the backward and feeble-minded children. Oh, what? <laughs> um, also side note. <laughs> I have some notes. <laughs> yeah. Side note, while working there, one of the directors coined the term moron. <laughs> so oh. you can imagine what it must've been like for kids oh that my were God. there. That's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, but those are literally like the two things about this town that I could find. Um, Welch's the the Welches. Yeah. And then feeble minded children. Oh, so not a lot going on in this little town. Um, but life goes on. Um, the town and the population grew and grew and nothing really strange went on until the day that George Daner showed up in 1929. So, George Daner was 70 years old when he lost his entire fortune to the Wall Street crash of 1929. And like many people at the time, he had no idea what he was going to do. But one morning he packed up what little belongings he had left and began what would be a 10-day walk to South Jersey. Wow. Yeah. But why would you walk over 112 miles to this random destination? He really liked grapes. (laughs) <laughs> he was a big grape guy yeah <laughs> imagine if he walked all that way to think that it was like he could start like his own vineyard <laughs> <laughs> i heard this and they're just like no <laughs> juice um, only <laughs> yeah <laughs> um well daner actually uh claimed that he was visited by an angel in a dream that he had um who told him to go and just basically start walking. Um, and once he hit Vineland, he purchased a four acre junkyard on Swampland for the low, low price of $4. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So did he have any follow-up questions for this angel? They no, just said walk not. to Vineland <laughs> in New Jersey. And he was like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like he didn't really have anything left. So like, he was like, I guess I'll try. It's worth a try. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for your suggestion, for me here. Angel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that night, while he lay and dreamt, um, the angel appeared to him again, and oh. he told, or they told him, what he needed to do. If so he began it, to come. build. <laughs> he began to build. It wasn't a baseball park, though. Oh. <laughs> um, So while he worked, he survived off of the land, eating frogs, fish, and squirrels. Um, Actually, Daner was a former um, Alaskan gold miner. So I don't want you to think that he's just some rich little brat who's now cooking squirrels over an open fire. Um, So he did his time. But in his later years, he was definitely sitting pretty comfortably. Hmm. Um, So he worked all day long. And uh, the hollowed out body of an old truck was what he called home. He did this for three years until one day his work was complete. Daner stood back and marveled at his work. 
he had built himself a new home and he called it his palace. But what he had created was truly one of a kind. Daner had built himself a home made of trash. What? He used bottles, bed frames, or any other kind of junk that was available on his land, and he held it all together with mud. 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 Oh my gosh. Yes. So he described it as, quote, the greatest piece of originality ever brought, uh, ever brought about in the history of man. <laughs> so in his, own, <laughs> in his own super weird way, this was his way of showing people that the depression, uh, the depression wasn't impossible to overcome. He literally built a house of trash with the $4 that he had left to his name. In fact, Daner was quoted saying that the only true depression was, quote, a depression of individual ingenuity. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, he was basically like, it's not that bad. You just gave up. Look what I did. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you guys don't want to live in trash? Yeah. <laughs> you got some standards? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Um, but because it was the 1930s, he turned his bizarre home into a tourist attraction and called uh, it. You can put it. You can, you can, you can uh, click the first picture there. Oh Allison. my gosh. I'm so excited about this. Wow. He called it the Palace of Depression. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Which it is still named to this day. Wow. I mean. <laughs> so same. you can flip through a couple of these pictures. I'll post it on the Instagram. Um, I'll t- like if you go through. So that's what it looks like on the outside. Wow. No, it's okay, a little so bit hard to see. You can zoom in. in there too. Yeah. So he basically just used stuff that was, I think this is actually a kind of newer photo. Um. But he, you can see there's like, it's random. Like it's not. Yeah. He just, he just, just used stuff to like fill spaces. So I love these kind of things. These like off-road tourist attractions. I know. It's so crazy. So it's literally just like, like, again, I'm, I'm you can flip through the Instagram. I'll have a bunch of pictures on there. Uh, for 25 cents, he could take you on a tour of his eccentric fairy tale home, which included a huge outdoor fireplace and a one-of-a-kind knockout room where visitors could go. Sorry, um, where visitors could go and forget their troubles by having a bowling ball dropped on their heads. Ah, what? <laughs> Did anyone go? I don't think so. I think it was for the novelty. To oh be like, gosh. there's the room where they drop a bowling ball on you. What? <laughs> What? Yeah. So. Is that how he got in contact with the angel? Was that what yeah, yeah. Yeah. things are starting Full to make drama. a little bit more sense? <laughs> it's true. I know it's a lot it's crazy. More I couldn't find out more about that, but I desperately wanted to. Oh um, but that's all I got. Um, so the place was actually a pretty big hit um in the quiet town of Violent Van that that Violent. Um pulling upwards. Of uh, 5,000, sorry, 500,000, way more than that, 500,000 guests. So he's making not bad. money. It's pretty yeah, good. Again, he decided to build a house of trash in a place that's most famous for their grapes. So <laughs> obviously people are going to stop by <laughs> and be like, what is this? Um, 
So uh, uh, Daner, who was a bit of a publicity hog, labeled himself, quote, the most photographed man in the world. Mm. So there's... <laughs> That's a there's lot definitely, of, uh, he there's has definitely some, that's some narcissism for a man. Yeah. Like yeah. An angel. yeah, exactly. He yeah. definitely has some sort of mental illness Which going he on. He said here. his little trash palace was like the greatest feat yeah. of like human engineering or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. but like, not like the pyramids or like Machu Picchu or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the Brooklyn bridge. No, no, no. That's my, yeah. my trash house. Trash palace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If any of those things were made of trash, they would stand a chance. Yeah. Um, so he called himself the most phot- photographied, <laughs> the most photographed man <laughs> in the world after his palace was featured on postcards, roadmaps, and even on TV in the 50s. Ooh, so the TV. Yeah. The TV. <laughs> Um, for someone who had nothing and struck it rich, rich and then lost all of that and built this from nothing, he was pretty proud of his hard work paying off. Um, but eventually, like most things, the novelty wore off and the tickets weren't selling as well as they used to. And maybe it was the three years of eating squirrel meat, but, <laughs> but Daner's next few years got a little bit desperate. So... On July 4th, 1956, Betty Weinberger placed her month-old baby, Peter, in his carriage on the patio of their home in Westbury, New York. Remember, this is a suburban town in the 50s, so Betty went inside for a few minutes while her son slept on the porch. And when she returned, all that remained was the carriage and a ransom note asking the family for $2,000 for their son's safe return. Oh my God. They told me that he's at the trash palace. (laughs) If only. They they were asked to keep it out of the papers. um, And the New York Daily News put it on the front page. Even posting where where the drop-off area would be. Oh my god! (laughs) Smart stuff. What? This is why report this is why like news and reporters have such a bad, bad rap. Yeah. Because this oh. is what paved the way. Like, this is yeah, the 50s, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so making reporters swarm to the area and for the kidnapper to obviously never show because there were so many fucking people there. Yeah, lots of witnesses. So, yeah. Six days after, they were contacted again by phone and told where to drop off the money. Um, they never showed up again, but they left a note behind um, telling the hopeful parents where to find the baby if everything went according to plan. So the FBI got involved and compared the handwriting to almost 2 million samples. Again, wow. 50s. So that's all by hand. Um, before coming across Angelo Lamarca, a taxi dispatcher slash truck driver who had been charged with bootlegging. And on August 23rd, 1956, Lamarca was arrested in his home in Plainview, New York, over 50 days after the alleged kid or the kidnapping date wow as you can imagine baby didn't make it no because it's 50 days like yeah let's be real um but and we're not really that kind of podcast to go into that too much so i'll just quickly say um after the after the first drop where all those reporters fucked it up 
um, LaMarca got nervous and he actually dropped the baby off in the bush in the middle of nowhere and left oh. him there. Um, God. You can't, so like, take it to a fire reporters. hall or, like, something no. else. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, he thought it? he probably thought that... <laughs> I have the receipt. <laughs> um, so... Sorry. <laughs> so, obviously, the story was really big news. And I'm sure, much like I think Marcy was anticipating, that you that you all thought that it was George Stainer who would have been the kidnapper. And let's face it, he's not far off. <laughs> but he wasn't a kidnapper. But he was a greedy old bastard. And during the almost two months that they were searching for this baby he decided to call the FBI and tell them that the kidnapper had actually stopped by the Palace of Depression for a visit. So, what? to Why? us, what a weird us, move. It was clearly a lie, but it managed to work, and we know it because um, we know it would, because, the, because of people's obsession with murderers, especially at the time, it drew in more people. That, that was why he did it. He wanted people to come by and be like, Right. I mean, we know that, right? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. this person, you know, was here once. This person ate here once. And that immediately gets, like, a new draw of customers, right? For sure. Um, so, <laughs> uh, the FBI showed up at Daner's palace and combed the area for two weeks before realizing that he was just a fucking dickhead. <laughs> and, taking an- and he was taking advantage of a baby kidnapping to draw in more guests. He was charged with lying to the FBI uh-huh. and was sentenced to a year in prison. And while he was away, the locals took it upon themselves to destroy his palace, leaving it in shambles. Oh. When, when Daner was released, he made plans to restore his beloved palace to its former glory. But in 1964, mid-restoration, George Daner died, penniless, at the age of 104. 104? He yeah. swirls for three years. <laughs> I know. That's a secret. What? <laughs> yeah squirrel meat apparently yeah. Holy fuck. so in 2001 they started an initiative to restore the palace and by 2017 which is a really long time um almost the entire building has been restored and they're still open and they do public tours so there's i think i have a picture there's more pictures on there that i'll show you guys um i don't know if it'll Come up, I guess Allison has to screen share first. Yep. But yeah, so that's the inside. So oh, on computer. I mean, you can click them randomly now because like, okay, so that's a really good picture. So that's what it looks like, the, the peaks and everything. Wow. wow. Yeah. That is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. And like, like there's not much to do at that time. So I yeah. Feel- well, at least okay, let's be real. It doesn't look exactly like that because it's a drawing, but that's what was on like the postcards and stuff and like the draw for people to come in. So that's, that's him and his little trash home. (laughs) I've got these hooks. Yeah. And then this is the. Wow. Yeah. Baby. I don't know. <laughs> it's a meme. <laughs> it's a meme I shared. Sorry, earlier. <laughs> we're not laughing at the babies. It just went into our regular pictures, and it was kind of funny. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was like such a. Um, I couldn't really find more about it, but apparently, two years before he died, there was 
another allegation that some another kid had disappeared and they like dug up the whole property like looking for this kid wow but i couldn't find enough about it like and how like why Mm. they actually like came there like i was like did he do it again like after he went to jail for a year i mean like a man who lives in a trash palace what's what's happening in jail that he doesn't really you know like yeah he gets a he's like this is pretty nice actually yeah <laughs> like he gets four walls and a bed and food. Yeah. like mm-hmm. i'm sure he's not you know yeah really bizarre yeah it's, it's interesting I'm... people's um obsession at that time with things like that yeah i mean that time <laughs> I feel like that would still work now. Oh, totally. It totally would. But I just mean yeah. like all of those old tourism attraction things from like the 40s and 50s and 30s. And there was just this time of like you have transportation, like you mm-hmm. can take yourself somewhere. Like road trips are like new. Yeah. Becoming a thing. And then it's like anyone can make a buck with something on the side of the road. So you have those like largest things True. ever. And yeah, you know, like well, also like what's they, the one that's was- in um wisconsin that's like the uh uh the house, on the, the house on the rock <laughs> oh <laughs> that's crazy or wald wall drug in south dakota one of my favorite places in the whole world it's just <laughs> nuts it's like you walk around you're like why are we here like what yeah. is this offering you get five cent, stuff like that. five cent coffee um and a a five cent donut people are like yeah. yes <laughs> what, what was the that place you went to i think it was on the island and it was like that creepy oh yeah with the wacky woods this guy it's it's pretty much the same kind of story this guy was just very like jaded he was it was in the 50s he was very like (laughs) anti-capitalism uh and he was just like this hippie guy so he just ended up he didn't even own the land he was squatting on the land and he just built this thing that's now called the wacky woods and all of it is like it's all like uh, protest art against capitalism. Yeah. And you walk through the woods and it's like a mannequin head on a stump with like a book that he made out of wood. That's like the communist manifesto. And it has like, it, but his like writings on yeah. the side and it's just nutty. And there's like yeah. music playing in the woods. And we were like, are we going to get murdered? There was yeah. no one there. Cause it was like March. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was wacky, but uh, yeah. At one point, there was just like a pair of men's underwear on the ground, and we were like, "Is this part of the art?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I can't knows? tell anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It there's some weird shit out there uh, that's uh, sometimes there's just nothing to do in a town, and then someone's like this, and you're like, yeah. "Well, it's garbage, but it's some better than nothing." Exactly, and like. This place was um, right off of the, like I mentioned, it was, it had connections to the railroad as well. So right. it wasn't like impossible to get to. Yeah. For like. And was, that's exactly what I mean about the, like all of those things on the side of the highway. Right. Yeah. As exactly. soon as you cross into South Dakota on either border, um, yeah. you see these, pa- these paintings, these like wooden paintings that just says wall drug. And then yeah. we're like, wall drug or bust. And we're driving and we just kept going, what is this? Like every yeah, mile, that's every, every single mile until we got to somewhere where we had data and then had to look it up. Or I texted you or yeah. something and I was like, yeah, what did. is this? You're like, look, and then you looked it up look and you're like, up you me. need to go there. 
yeah it's a wacky good time and it was well that's the thing is like if you're if you're like i guess i don't know what would be the equivalent in here but i guess if you're driving down the the road and you see a huge billboard that says visit the palace of depression yeah you'd be like well, I mean, I'm going to check it I'm out. I'm going to check like, it out. Exactly. <laughs> I go inside and I'm not. sure that there's a lot of people that have been there. Cause like anyone I talk to that's driven through South Dakota has stopped at Waldrock. It's yeah. just one of those things. It's like, Oh, you did this. Of course you did this too. Like, yeah, it's just a hand. In I hand. think the red one, like the red picture I showed you at first with mm-hmm. the title. I think that's probably one of the ones that was like Highway on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love it. It's yeah. I, I, I miss it. Like, talking about going for road trips and like doing things and like yeah I, I, I me really too maybe that's why I was like that I know it's a it's a pretty short story I mean there's I one here that I could have really wanting. gone more into the the kidnapping and stuff like there's definitely more information there but I was like I'm getting kind of sidetracked here so I did like the short short it, version it would be an interesting episode to do again I love when we like give our audience our brainstorming sessions but um, like random murder things at that time because they became these tourism things. There's this one yeah. of this family uh, somewhere in that same kind of area. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was on Christmas day and uh, the father of the family, like it's like a father, a mother and three kids. And one of their kids is like, he wants to go out and shoot rabbits on Christmas day. So he asked mm-hmm. his dad if he could borrow shotgun shells. And his dad's like, no, I'm sorry, I can't spare any. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go to the store. So he leaves and he goes to the store and then he comes back and his dad's killed the entire family and himself before Christmas breakfast is served. And it was this whole thing. And but the, by like three days later, they were doing tours through the house of yeah. this thing. And people were paying insane amounts of money to just walk through the house with yeah. things like the Christmas like take, cake and that the mom had things. just taken out of the oven. No, no, they weren't taking anything. Oh, they were literally sometimes just like, they do, though. Sometimes they do. There was another one I know where a, a woman was like killed in a field and people were coming and taking the leaves from the mm-hmm. field. And there's people that are still out there that have, from their grandparents, <laughs> have these pressed leaves that were like, this is from Pearl Bryant's murder kind of thing. Like, Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I Obviously, we don't have that kind of exposure now to, like, we don't get to... Yeah, now people know to be like quiet about things. Yeah. Like there was a crime here. Yeah. Well, no, so much because there also. is kind of a, an obsession with things like 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 that Cecil Hotel in LA and yeah. and and like if you were like, hey, uh, Ted Bundy stayed here once all of a sudden it becomes this thing Mm -hmm. you know like yeah there was a ghost adventure series where they did serial killers like haunted things from serial killers and the ted bundy one was like he lived the bar he hung out in seattle yeah yeah (laughs) like he stayed in this room one time and it was just like okay was that the one i think i watched (laughs) that one with you marcy where they were like yelling at the ghosts yeah i think so (laughs) They were like, come out and show yourself, Ted. And it's just like two people oh, in yeah, an empty they were, bar at night. They were, yeah, they were like kind of like bullying him. Yeah. <laughs> you coward. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. But uh, yeah, we, we're still pretty obsessed with shit like that. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, That's a very I, don't, smart I don't know marketing. off the top of my head, but like, when did they start doing like, like more forensic investigations oh, to things I, I think with crime history it's been a very long progression from like yeah. the initial kind of victorian era 
Like well, police forces have only been around since like 1850s, 1860s. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, it's but, like, uh, I, but, I was but, thinking more of like a, a thing where it's like, you know, like you are not allowed to enter things like that because you might disturb the yeah recently. the forensic I mean, evidence, right? Whereas like back at this time or whenever time, it's like, yeah, sure, go ahead, touch the carriage, you know, like yeah. <laughs> what are fingerprints? Well, it's interesting though, because <laughs> just before this, we were talking about that picture we found from last week's episode with the uh um what's his face? Uh yeah, the crime scene uh, the crime scene for Mary's husband that yeah. was strangled by the explosion uh and there's an elizabethan crime scene drawing of the of the murder scene and i didn't know that that existed at that time i didn't know that was something yeah they did it was really helpful i figured it out (laughs) it made total sense (laughs) check out our website we'll post we'll post things on there but i don't know so i don't know but i know that like um like our modern Victorian era right you have like Scotland Yard and Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff coming into play and I think kind of around that time is when it starts to become uh, a profession of like but even then there's so many things out rather than just like she's murdered (laughs) gross (laughs) (laughs) unsolved crimes as well like from like the seventies and everything, like obviously Very. Victorian times, there's a lot of like if you unless you confessed or someone saw you covered in blood leaving the crime scene, you probably were gonna get away with it mm-hmm. back in the day. But like even like they just caught that Night Stalker guy. Yeah, right? for sure. Like, there's a great documentary on Netflix that's about uh, fuck, what's his name? The one in the UK that killed all those women. That it was like they thought it had to do with prostitutes, but Jack the Ripper. No, <laughs> it was the Yorkshire Ripper. Okay. Yorkshire okay. Ripper. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you were close, Jules. I helped. You didn't even know, but you were. <laughs> um, and Chesapeake that's a great Ripper. one. <laughs> that's a great one because it is so like, I have a hunch. Literally, yeah. that's their, that's their, the way that they, they try and solve it is through hunches rather than evidence. They almost ignore the evidence because they have a hunch. And it's really mm-hmm. interesting. And that was just in the 70s, the 60s. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. it and is really the, modern as far as science is concerned. Yeah, right. With like FBI criminal profiling is kind of similar to like a hunch of just like, you know, we know these crimes usually have these similarities between them. So let's focus on those similarities and find yeah. the person that matches those instead of like, you know, obviously then if you get that guy's fingerprint and then you find a guy who matches or those very handwriting. Or, what yeah. a weird way to catch somebody. Well, like the thing is, the thing that's crazy about that is like they looked at over 2 million or like around 2 million different samples, but it's like they, they got them too, which is crazy. Yeah, that's bizarre. And, but like if they didn't, they had nothing. The fuck is the point of that? Like you're, you're literally betting this entire investigation that he maybe was booked for something else. The thing, like the guy was oh, like, for he sure. was very desperate. He had but like again, he had a whole bunch of a whole bunch of um debt. He couldn't pay for his of house. Of course he did. He of course kids. he did at he that had, time. You know, right? like, and yeah. and but that's what they, and, that's, yeah. that's it goes back to the profiling. They're they're assuming that somebody that kidnaps a baby, there's no way that this is their first crime. People yeah. don't go from zero to a hundred. You're not some guy that works at a shop that has never done anything in his life, and suddenly you're walking home one day and you're like, I'm gonna take a baby. They, you know, like, yeah, I guess that's, so. that's an assumption where profiling yeah. didn't work 
because he had been booked before. Mm-hmm. There, it has. There's an escalation, right? Same. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, crazy story. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to go on a road crazy. trip. Yeah. <laughs> it looks insane. It Once looks the crazy. world opens up again. I'm gonna go there and yeah, I'm gonna go there and see if I can get um 2020 and 2021 uh knocked out of my brain with a bowling ball to the head. <laughs> That's a great plan. I love that plan. <laughs> Allison That's... shaking her head no, like well, that's no, not gonna we'll work. start a campaign. It'll work. <laughs> I may also forget some other years, but <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> what else is really in there? Yeah. The time you met Nick Fury. <laughs> no we can't include that we can't uh, okay good <laughs> I vetoed we it. have to now but nope, that's gonna we sound don't. even weirder <laughs> we don't they can just wonder what the fuck that mystery was. <laughs> mystery if anybody uh, asks if anybody wants to know they can comment on our instagram and i'll i'll tell them the story <laughs> there you but go. they have to I, we have to assume that they made it this far you have to earn it yeah, you do have to earn it. <laughs> and then you have to reach out. Yeah. You don't We're have to baiting you, you to can, reach out. You can send out. a message too. That works too. Yeah. <laughs> you're scared. <laughs> if you're it, just scared. Goes, it just goes to Julia. She's not it does. intimidating. I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> anyway, that All was a great right. story. That was no, weird. Thank you. It was really weird. It's a journey. The Palace of Depression, it seems fitting right now. Yeah. I don't know if it's open due to COVID, but no, it's not. I <laughs> apparently it they. Oh, what really? Yeah, it's closed because oh. of COVID, which makes sense. That's a very it's. Tight it quarters. looks like pretty yeah narrow walkways yeah. and and how do you sanitize that? You yeah, know? you wouldn't want to. So. The power of COVID at that can't point. sanitize mud, <laughs> especially in New Jersey. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Well, the <laughs> but it's a good note to end and on. The Eastern Seaboard isn't doing too great. Uh, I guess they're doing okay. better now with the vaccine yeah but what are vaccines i don't know we don't have them here in canada <laughs> no because we're only getting them from the states and <sighs> there's some problems happening there i guess god <laughs> so frustrated <laughs> all right anyway uh, everyone in the states should get vaccinated so we can get your leftover vaccines yeah I seriously yeah if i can hurry it up yeah if you don't want it just give it to me that yeah seriously works for me i don't care yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Good. All right. Bye, guys. Oh, like us on on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Follow give us on Instagram. A, give us stars. Whole... Yes, please. Stars, stars on. Ice. Thanks. If you give us stars after this one, I'll do more weird, mur- murdery, pseudo murdery <laughs> episodes. Pseudo murder. <laughs> I liked it. It was like murder adjacent. But... Yeah, it was good. Exactly. It was good. It was like, oh, there's this weird thing and murder. Yeah. Ooh. People love the murder. <laughs> they, they do. Now I can hashtag it. Hashtag true crime. <laughs> and then our numbers will go out through the roof. Huge. Because... They'll go huge. Yeah. We have a yeah. couple of uh, true crime adjacent episodes, though. We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah, we do. So. And I did the, one of them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Anyway. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>